0: Welcome to Bullcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls. Tune in to a live discussion at 3pm UTC every Friday on Bullproof's Twitter Spaces.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Bullcaster, a talk show for Crypto Bulls. Here we are discussing the most exciting industry topics with the best industry experts, influencers, and remarkable personalities. So, this week we have a very special guest uh, meet Anastasia Drinewska. Uh, She's the CEO at Cointelegraph Communications and creative director at Cointelegraph. Anastasia is also an actress and TV host. Hi, Anastasia.
0: Hello, too many expectations, too many expectations in this introduction. <laughs>
1: well listen we do have a lot of expectations otherwise we wouldn't invite you here so we wanted to thank you uh and to coin telegraph specifically for supporting our show and sharing news about it and um, actually we noticed that you know uh, a lot of people comment on your tweets and uh, other social media where you're very active. That you know, it's exciting. That you know, um, um, you know, you have female CEO in your company, and you know, diversity. All those things are important right now. So, but today we're going to discuss, um, you know, how Web three will reshape media. Uh, I'm sure, you know, uh, you you know that we spoke with your colleague rachel olson yesterday about this but we want to pick your brain obviously before we start i'd like to remind our community that you can write your questions right here in the live chat uh, whether you're on youtube linkedin facebook or twitter so our moderators will collect them and we at the end of the discussion we're going to voice them out and then stasia will be able to answer them in few words maybe tell us a little bit about your background in Stasia how did you end up like with this in this rabbit hole of crypto <laughs>
0: um I have been working in the media for um, as long as I can remember. I started as editor-in-chief in one Russian fashion magazine. Um, then um, my advertising agency purchased the second edition business magazine and I served there as Um, executive editor then uh, i decided to go to television radio theater then i was a bit disappointed about this theater component in my life and i decided uh, to think how can i mix all my skills what i have and uh, my first economic education so i decided to go to crypto and uh, here am I, in a nutshell. Actual...
1: That was brief, thank you. Uh, I'm sure there's much more into the story. <laughs> to, tell <me> but, yeah.
0: <laughs> to tell briefly, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we appreciate it. Uh, as they say, brevity is, uh, is a mother of wit, so um, that's that's useful. Uh, but, you know, so we, we'll go straight to the point about the topic of our discussion, right? And we'll try to leave more uh, room for the questions, you know, from the audience, but... Uh, the question we wanted to, to ask you about is like right now in Web two, you know it's it's not a lo- it's not focused on creators. Where we have a lot of platforms that, uh, like like you know, Facebook or Twitter that, you know you can share content. You have you can see a lot tons of ads and, you have a lot of content restrictions right now and censorship and it's getting very ugly with this, uh, uh, you know cancel culture. So uh, we have basically now several monopolies who have more power than governments, right? Uh, and they can decide whether they censor particular musicians, politicians, etc. Right? Uh, what what can content creators expect in Web three, in your opinion?
0: The question sounds like uh, about Formula One racing. That this is not n- n- uh, no longer a battle of pilots, but a battle of technologists. Um, I guess that uh, Web three zero content platforms will be user friendly for one hundred percent interactive. Uh, and um, and uh, enhanced user experience will not only uh, create better like content outcomes, but also attract more content consumers, benefiting the creators um, and these platforms to a greater extent. And uh, this creative economy um, can benefit from Web 3 in a lot of ways, like monetization and ownership data, um, asset tokenization, mm, you can work with your audience more, like uh, building a strong audience, exactly, and like customize your data and a lot of a lot of opportunities I can see there.
1: Yeah, so indeed, you know, like, so we're seeing that the hope, like the, the promise, like Elon Musk is promising us to make Twitter a better place, uh, less censored and uh, um, more open-minded. But I'm, I, in my opinion, I don't even believe it's possible in um, in to transform and evolve Web2 problems. I think we're going to see probably some new emerging, like social media or some maybe a, a different different versions of social media that we haven't even came across. But another topic that I want to raise, you know, like we, uh, it's, 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 it's becoming a really a tool for algorithmic discrimination. I will explain what it means. Like, for example, we've recently saw cases where specific communities uh, more African-American, like, you know, uh, creators, they, they, uh, they have sued YouTube for automatically removing their content under alleged racial prejudice, right? Which is, It's not easy to prove, but yet they had some, like, you know, case studies that showcase that showed that it, it, it was possible, right? So now, in your opinion, will Web3 platforms allow creators and fans to... Bypass the possibility of algorithmic discrimination and ensure that you know minorities have equal opportunities.
0: First of all, this is really unfair that algorithmic works that way. I saw that cases that like black creators have sued YouTube for automatically removing their content, uh, and this is like completely unfair because they wanted to build business as well to create their own brands and uh, like uh, like other. People. So, and uh, I think that Web3 enables us to correct some of the most like social platforms. And um, I know that decision based on algorithmic machine learning model can be unfair, of course, because they are trying to reproduce biases and historical data used to. Trained them long time ago, so maybe direct uh, engagement uh, with the audience in Web3.0 will help us to uh, allow, like, um, will, will help us to pass uh, all these problems and uh, bring more safety to all the communities inside the Web3 platforms. And this is more about social media building, in my own opinion. So, yes.
1: So you post a lot, you know, like, you know, whether it's like thought leadership, like, you know, different content related to celebrities, etc. And, you know, um, in terms of Cointelegraph, we asked this, you know, Rachel, so like, you know, but I'm I'm curious to see uh, and hear your uh, opinion or like what's what's the future of uh, the uh, Cointelegraph is one of the biggest media in the crypto space or the biggest media. Right. Uh, We'll see. know coin telegraph in the metaverse in the coming future or how would it change the interaction with your audience
0: well today the presence of any product in the metaverse is uh, considered as a basic marketing model the basic marketing task and uh i would be cunning if uh, i said that we do not strive for this of course we do uh and um like the first question i guess we have to um answer here uh, will the metaverse save journalism in general? And here we have to realize that like as an industry that uh, this uh, arms race to the metaverse is made through 10 figure investments and deals. And uh, if companies with billions of Mao are getting ready for what they see uh, as the next thing, should mm-hmm. we stay passively or like on the sideline? No, of course not. So, this is a huge opportunity for the news industry. Uh, to stay um, current and ahead of the curve. And uh, we can involve our audience and educate them inside the metaverse because metaverse has this one one strong thing about the entertainment. So we do not have to, like, we have to remember about this all the time because everything in the metaverse will be not just about avatars but about entertainment as well. So... Um, And the Metaverse fulfills our core human desire to connect with the community, uh, find some common things and have shared experience. And as a result, uh, the impact of media um, and entertainment is substantially heightened in the Metaverse. Um, What else can I say about coin telegraph presence in the metaverse we are like we are trying to make some collaborations for example with guys from Blocktopia, we made our coin telegraph corner there and we are trying to fill it with uh, uh like interesting things for our audience and looking forward to share more insights in the near future because yes like as i said Previously, this is the future of the Metaverse.
1: Beautiful. And uh, as we are, by the way, as we are investors in Bloctopia, that's exciting to hear that, right? So um, I think, uh, yes, so we're going to see a lot of more examples, but jumping to the you know the next kind of um, angle that how we can look at it right you know so you mentioned that you have like i, I think in terms of mile like monthly active users you know again coin telegraph is the biggest right now with 17.7.5 million like um monthly um active users uh, so
0: i insist 18 million. already
1: 18, 18 yes okay eighteen. I I, you definitely know better. That was uh, that was the question. So thank you for
0: fighting this Coindesk all the time. This is important (laughs) to Okay,
1: Okay. just in case Coindesk people are watching that (laughs) official statement from Cointelegraph. (laughs) Um, Now, uh, in terms of NFTs, right? You know, so that's that can be is is people look at it as a digital wrapper as a tool to basically uh, non-fungible token whatever that means for every person but it can serve as an alternative tool also for content monetization and we saw a lot of examples for that so um content creators right now they can release their own nfts and we saw a lot of performers who did that was uh, early movers right and then can the fans can bid on it and then save it as a collectible right of something very like super valuable and unique right so what other content monetization opportunities or maybe examples you see, because I'm sure you're, you're advertising a lot of amazing projects. So you probably know some, some, some more examples.
0: Hmm. Some revenue opportunities created, uh, by Web3, um, uh, besides NFTs include like software, software as a service, um, because like the business model based on, um, a revenue created through software subscription is not a surprise so the same thing is in web 3 so you can you can take uh, your service can take a money for a subscription in your like web 3 space and this is the same like from web 2 and web 3 this is the same then uh, web advertising uh, and uh, i guess you know the story about brave web browser they started to create their own like tokens, like basic attention tokens. So when you're using this browser and like, of course as regular browser, it could be like the the advertisements can be customized to like, because of your behavior. And what's different uh, about the Brave, it's um, like the revenue generated by uh, that advertising is shared equally with uh, Brave. The, adverti- the advertiser and you. So the user can feel the benefit that like he, uh, like he or she like using this token inside the browser and can be involved inside the creation of this like economic model. Um, mm-hmm. Then DeFi, I guess, like um, you can encourage savings and stable coins. Uh, and uh, I guess back can't as a service. like um, you can um, you can prove like this is more about fashion, I guess, that you can prove that sneakers or watches they are real deal that uh, you can be transparent because of the transparent nature of the blockchain and consumers could be confident that what they are buying is the real thing and a web3 baas manages um the blockchain aspect for the um manufacturers so they can focus on their products more
1: no for sure and i and, I, and i'm sure there are much more like you know like staking and farming like you know there are the opportunities just to even stake the nfts right now there are platforms that provide you uh they're fighting for your yield you know like and um just lending sometimes can allow you to still hold your asset and then somehow extract the dollar value or the stable coin value per se yeah, sure. um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm now you can reinvest those assets like you know in some platforms like you know like launch pads etc so there are a lot more opportunities so um last question that you know we kind of prepared you and then we'll go because we already have questions from the audience um we can see the emergence of you know blockchain powered web 3 media right and content sharing platforms uh, Where both creators and consumers have more rights. Uh, but again, could you tell about how Web3 platforms will be different and, and, and in, in, in a practical way? So you, as a person who's basically media expert and been in media all your life, right? You know, so you can see the transition probably more clearly than an average user or consumer, as you mentioned, right? So what will practically change, maybe top three features or experiences?
0: I guess, um, first of all, it uh, can be much easier to launch a product in Web3. Even uh, an unknown entrepreneur can build products that plug into existing network without permission from an established platform. Indeed, uh, taken to the limit, in web 3 users sometimes have no need to trust the company or people behind behind the project. Rather, they just have to trust the code itself. And like, uh, for example, uh, some recent fundraising campaigns supporting humanitarian aid efforts in Ukraine um, have been run through smart contracts uh and that automatically transfer all funds received to the ukrainian government or association or associated charities uh, which means that donors can trust that their funds will be used properly even if the campaign organizers are completely anonymous and this is amazing i guess And Web3 platforms also um, have the potential to unlock a novel and especially powerful form of network effect through community engagement and uh, social cohesion because ownership of digital assets forces user like a sense of psychological ownership that can make consumers feel um, so, so like I invest in a product that could be like developing and it mm-hmm. becomes almost an extension of themselves at the platforms, users literally become fans who form a bond, uh, through the shared platform experience, similar to how fans of a sports team or like, or a musical band see themselves as a community. So this community shape, I guess, like excited me a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. and just to add to this I, I, that, that's you, you touched upon really interesting uh, topic about the charity and specific consideration about like you know war in Ukraine and I know some examples were actually people you know from like Ru- from Russian like you know federation actually supported like Ukraine because they have relatives and they're against it like and they use crypto as a tool to support it because otherwise they would if they would publicly do it like, with fiat like rubbles or dollars they would probably get to jail like very very simple solution yeah. right and the yeah. authoritarian government would throw them into jail and you cannot do that crypto allows you to maintain the anonymity and actually control their your funds you know it's to be the master of what you want to do and if you want to use it for for the greater good uh here you go, this is an opportunity, right? So, so I think that's. Uh, it, it seems very kind of like trivial, like to us, people inside the industry, but it's not trivial at all to people who never did this before in their life. And this is the only tool, if you look at the numbers right now in the Eastern Europe, like generally, the crypto adoption is actually one of the like highest numbers. Uh, so, so yeah, one of the, that's a great, I think that's just a, a great example. Uh, but again, we, we want to hear more from our uh, from from our community, like you know, from the people who listen to you, right? And they want to ask you uh, all the questions. So I will just read them and um, you know let you answer directly. Uh, so uh, I will not go in order. So Ulgur... I hope I pronounced it correctly, from YouTube. He's at, He's saying that I personally like Cointelegraph very much, but it would be really cool to see it as a Metaverse magazine too. So do you have such plans? I guess, similar question maybe.
0: Yeah, when we, you- we have such plans. So like Cointelegraph ecosystem is huge. And of course, we are trying to develop in all sides, like in all directions. So of course, in recent future, you will see our like strong presence in the Metaverse. Um, I hope, with uh, more million users than we have now. Just for the record, 18.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Denise, actually, Denise also asked very similar when we will see Cointelegraph metaverse, so that we're just combining both questions. Uh, okay, so Hans uh, from YouTube is asking, so as you know, Web3 is all about community empowerment. How does Cointelegraph interact uh, and empower its community?
0: Well, um I guess for the media, community is the most like important side and more powerful side, because how you treat your community means how they respect you, how they trust the information you shared with them, and how you can um, make uh, a strong uh, society around your media and the industry in general. So uh, we are trying to be in touch with our audience all the time, especially in our social media, uh, in Twitter, YouTube channel, etc. So uh, we are trying to share our thoughts and to involve uh, all our audience, clients, customers, friends, like uh, inside this blockchain game we are making every day. Because we, Mm -hmm. like all of us, we have the same facts, the same events, Um, and like different conclusions. And we like, um, we like to share opinions and collect these opinions from our community and support them because uh, some of them, they are becoming our contributors, our writers. They shared their opinions. Uh, They are coming, like we are trying to educate them. They are are coming deep inside the industry. And this is how organization works. And this is how we develop our blockchain world around. I don't know. Am I answering the question?
1: I hope I am. You're answering the way you answer. It's fine. I mean, if if anything, people will ask more questions. Uh, Let's move on. So, um, Rayu from YouTube is asking, so we live in the world of copycats. And unfortunately, uh, uh, I think uh, copycats, unfortunately, right? So, the question is. Uh, can web three reduce plagiarism in some way?
0: Yes, I guess. Uh, I guess yes. And there re, uh, there are a couple of companies inside the market who are already trying to solve this problem, for example, like Sharp Shark. If you heard about them, they are trying to fight for author rules. and we are trying like to collaborate with them right now to check like because like evergreen content, especially for evergreen content, like. One zero one, they always can be stolen for other resources, and uh, we are trying to protect this data because we spent a lot of time to collect everything, and we like this is important for us as well and for the community. So there are a lot of organizations similar to Sharp Shark who are trying to make it happen, and uh, I hope we will see this in near future.
1: Right, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be solved. It just depends on what we say. And my two cents would be to add to this is just one level is content. Another level is like, I think there are ways of plagiarized assets. For example, like right now you can basically where we had it, like, you know, people uh, parsed our NFTs from one NFT uh, marketplace and then listed them without our knowledge on the other one. Uh, And then we had to report on them, right? And remove this. Uh, I mean, it worked smoothly. So, by the way, so 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 that works. But you see, the 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 challenging part is how to even track it, right? You know, there's so many platforms right now, and there is, um, so there will be. I I assume there will be more and more tools that will also use um, uh, AI-generated, like you know, mo- models and bots that will parse the the crawlers and that they will parse the internet to make sure that you know that's that's not happening. It Will be a separate. Uh, NFT, could
0: so. NFT technology solve this problem, yep. like started to solve this problem, because now you can prove that you are an owner or a customer or a buyer of digital assets. So uh, that's why we were thinking to make like each of our article as NFT. So like we can follow this chain and the but,
1: but you know it's 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 interesting because i would i would i would actually challenge you a little bit on that because it solves only partially it 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 can uh, you can solve it with uh, with the issue of provenance right so you can actually understand let's say coin telegraph is a source however if somebody will actually want to list a similar NFT on other platform, it would take you time to even understand that that happened, right? And the, by that time, a person can already collect the the funds for this. Like so, it's still like kind of technology. So like solves only. Partially the problem because human beings are very creative in scamming each other. Unfortunately, (laughs) so there's nothing to do with technology, right?
0: Maybe that's why we have blue marks in social media, like to, to understand (laughs) the correct resource.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, but anyway, yeah, so that's a separate topic that we can like address it for hours probably. So, okay. So let's go to some other uh, questions. So Raphael from YouTube is asking, so um, Bullperson Cointelegraph, can you guys maybe partner? I can see the future of this partnership.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, could you please send your email with your request to anna at cointelegraph.com and I will make the future happen.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Agreed. So this is is recorded, so yes. So that's... uh, That's, at least we we have that on our, our show. I think it's amazing outcome. We can finish on this note, like it's Not much to say.
0: Please subscribe and huddle. Swipe on right.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, so so maybe other uh, good question that I skipped actually. So that um, Nakamoto-san from Twitter is asking. So what are the chances? Sorry.
0: Maybe Satoshi Nakamoto. Finally. Uh,
1: maybe we don't know i mean again <laughs> i would i would be honored if an hour's show like <laughs> so, um so what are the chances of seeing top global news services such as cnn bloomberg adopting blockchain how profitable that would be for them in your opinion
0: i guess they already on this path because they already including blockchain use in like in each news podcast like daily news they're like there there are a lot of spaces for the blockchain discussions so they are already inside like this is this is not a surprise anymore
1: yeah actually you know it's interesting i was chatting with sebastian Bourget, like the the uh, co-founder ceo of, uh, of sandbox yesterday and he mentioned that they had a special doing WC. Uh, they had a, a, a special partnership with Time magazine where they're exper- experimenting on the you know uh, metaverse NFT integration in, the, in their ecosystem, but then for it they will go further. So I can add well, to that it, so that as, really we'll,
0: as we already said before that each company trying to go to Web 3 and Metaverse space. So like each one will touch the technology for sure like in the near future, maybe today. So
1: <laughs> Yep. There's there is, there is a, a, a question from Omar, so this I don't know how we answer that, but I'll just throw it at you. Uh, so, so, quick question. What is your favorite Web3 video sharing or blogging platform? Can you name a few examples for us to check? Again, I, I, I assume besides Cointelegraph. <laughs> so.
0: Web3 blogging platform? Well,
1: yeah. Or video sharing, maybe, like, micro, maybe he means, like, micro-contents, you know, that's uh, emerging more and more right now?
0: I guess we, I can mention just our competitors, Coindesk, we do respect them and following them and happy for their success. Mm-hmm. So, yes, like, other micro-platforms, does they really exist? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're probably not that big, yes, uh, yet, but yes, I mean, we have... I don't know if you can consider Steam in in a way like you know that's something. Um, then, uh, yeah, I know a few that are not that popular, so I'm not gonna even you know voice out them. But uh, yeah, my personally, for example, I was read a little bit. I,
0: I guess yeah. so this is about huge platforms or personal opinion in general. So like mm-hmm. I can easily mention a person who I like following and I respect the opinion and I respect the vision of the industry, et cetera, et cetera. Or like blockchain platforms as Cointelegraph and Coindesk and other like micro, like especially on this type of the market, uh, we want to see, see the future. We want to scale. So
1: I, I'm, I'm sure there are much more to that. Like I personally read a little bit like, you know, Crypt, a little bit of Hackernoon, a little bit of the uh, Block, and uh, many other analytical platforms. I, I think now the names become kind of less important. The quality of the content is more important. Uh, making sure that the fact checking is there, that the, the depth, you know, of the of the thought is there, and then the rest is kind of probably. Uh, sometimes newsletters are great, doing a greater job than you know reporters. Most
0: of news resources, they are not going deep. They brings you just facts. Yeah like briefly but well like if you will go deeply to nfts or metaverse like you can stay for eternity just in this topic like play turn games like completely new fields you can you can be there like for for years and read about this like for a lot of time so maybe maybe the future of the media like like media which will be concentrated on one specific topic and go deeply inside or like special mega mm-hmm or newsletter as you mentioned yes
1: yep all right Allison. Awesome. we want to we want to keep it short and sweet like any closing remarks closing words to our audience
0: stay dreamers read coin telegraph uh let's keep in touch you know my email <laughs> so text me huddle believe in bitcoin and let's survive this bearish market
1: yeah. And, and we really appreciate all your questions and uh, people who participated and asked questions. We're, sh- we're going to share all the information of Anastasia. I'm sure you can ask her later comments. We're going to post this uh, episodes on all, all podcasts, uh, all the platforms, and then maybe you can comment and if you have some other uh advices suggestions questions criticism we accept everything so um you know so we really appreciate your time and your expertise i want to see you more and more in our shows and this is this is basically our first uh trial of this like video format so it's exciting to have you here uh and we appreciate the time of our audience right and we're going to meet you exactly in a week you know at 3 p.m utc or 11 a.m est uh thank you so much for being with us
0: Thank you for the invitation. Stay
1: tuned with Bullcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls.